Pay at the Pump card skimming is back, just in time for spring break. And editorial director Tom Field shares his thoughts about authentication and ATMs from BAI's recent Payments Connect conference. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the Weekend Review for Friday, March 11, 2011. Card fraud linked to pay at the pump gas terminals in Arizona is on the rise as travel season gears up for spring. Last week, Tucson, Arizona Police Sergeant Michael Garcia told a local TV station that pay at the pump skimming has been on the rise since January when Tucson police confiscated the city's first gas pump card skimmer. Local law enforcement quickly responded in mid-January by telling gas station owners to check card readers on fuel pumps more regularly, as well as warn consumers about the dangers of paying with plastic at the pump. The problem is not new. Last July, Arizona Governor Jan Brewer directed the State Department of Weights and Measures to increase gas pump inspections and directed the department to work more closely with gas station owners to explore ways to fight the skimming crime. The challenge with pay-at-the-pump terminals is that they're difficult to inspect. Unlike ATM skimming, which involves placing a skimming device over an ATM's external card reader, a skimming device at a pay-at-the-pump terminal is placed inside the pump's enclosure, where it is visibly undetectable. Editorial director Tom Field shares some parting thoughts about key topics from BAI's Payments Connect Conference and Expo, which was held earlier this week in Phoenix. From the leak of FFIEC authentication guidance to ATM fraud, Field says bankers and vendors were not shy about sharing their views about needed steps the industry must take to improve financial transaction security. One of the dominant subplots of the event was the widely circulated draft of the FFIEC's authentication update. The document, which was inadvertently disclosed by the NCUA over the New Year's break, had been reviewed by every banking executive and vendor Field met. Here are some highlights from Field's conversations. For one, banking and security leaders aren't crazy about regulators telling them that they could have done a better job detecting incidents of ACH fraud, and they're eager for more specific guidance about what to do going forward. Everyone is eager, Field says, to see the final document, and the feeling is that it's coming soon. On the ATM side, skimming was the top fraud topic, and it's a global one. Diebold's Chuck Summers tells Field, Unfortunately, there's a high ROI on this crime. At the end of the day, even the people who are out there taking the biggest risks, either attaching the skimming devices or redeeming the fraudulent cards, even if they do get arrested, even if they do get prosecuted, they do pretty soft time in a local jail. And we wrap up the week with a look at data breaches and encryption. As attorney Lucy Thompson points out, today's security technology is not adequately used. Thompson, author of the American Bar Association's Data Breach and Encryption Handbook, says protecting ourselves from today's cyber threats requires much more preventative maintenance. Here is Lucy Thompson. Well, we found that there certainly isn't a lack of technology, but how it's implemented and used is critical. And as technology becomes more complicated with the use of smartphones, mobile phones, PDAs, iPads, and other devices, the difficulty of properly implementing and protecting those types of devices is going to become even more complicated, and cloud computing will add another layer of complexity to the problem. But we did find that most of the data breaches are caused by fairly obvious problems that can be addressed by organizations that are committed to doing that. That's this week's Week in Review. 
For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week.